0: Crack everyone! Welcome back to another episode of Covered It, as presented by my good friends at Quack Golf. We are back again. We made it to another week, lads. We live to fight another podcast day. I am joined today again by the three founding fathers of Quack, formerly known as Duckhook, Ben, Will, and Scott. Welcome, lads. Hope you're all well. What's up? Nice to see you again. Good to see this you. What's it? up, shot? Um, so lads, if if you haven't joined us. If you haven't joined us before, we are just a group of Irish lads who are good friends and we like to play a lot of golf together. But we like to think we wouldn't take ourselves or our golf too serious. So this podcast is more of a casual, golfy slash non-golfy chat amongst friends. If that sounds like it's up your street, then please stay. Uh, And if it doesn't, no problem. You don't have to listen. Um, if it sounds like we don't have a rasher as what we are doing, then that is exactly what is happening. But hey, at least we're having fun. So, just some final admin before we start. Some shout outs. Shout out to the Karn boys, you know who you are. Shout out to Jeff Cole, who says he can't get enough of it. That's lovely to hear, Jeff. Thank you very much. And a, a big shout out to Sammy Dowling, who gave us a lovely promotion of the pod on his Instagram. And who I actually believe, lads, is in St. Andrews as we speak. Um, with a brand spanking new set of of clubs so sammy best of luck to you there hopefully you hit it well around the old course Um, and finally a big thank you to megan netty 23 who left us a really really nice review on apple podcast entitled from a few polos to a pot so thank you very much megan that was that was lovely Uh, and i suppose a reminder to anyone out there who who has been enjoying the pods, then please do leave us a good rating wherever you may get your podcast, as uh, every little helps they say. Um so, lads, um there have actually been a few people getting in the comments wherever they may be. Um they've been in the DMs saying that we don't sound like we're from Cork. Um I would respond by saying we are from Cork. But I have been out of Cork for 15 or so years now, living in Dublin. They, they got me. Um, however, I do, I do, I can dial it back up again, you know. Um, whenever, usually whenever I'm home, or usually whenever I'm home, or usually when, uh, sometimes it comes out whenever I'm ordering food. Scott, if you remember, if you remember that one, um, we were in a, yeah. a restaurant last year and uh, the waitress came over and said, um, and, chicken and, and burger, freezer, please, and uh, chips. Uh, yeah, could I get a chicken burger and chips, there, please? Um, so yeah, strangely that it comes out then. So, if we're ever ordering a takeaway in the podcast, lads, um, you won't need to get in the comments anymore about our Cork accent. So, apologies there to any of the any of the abandoned folk out there out there listening. Um, so lads, I suppose like uh, that's a perfect reason to let the listeners know a little bit more as to who we are. So I've got a bit of a quick, quick fire introduction um, introduction to the to the podcasters around here. So, um, Scott, I, I might start with you. Um, this is quick fire now, so I want some quick answers. So, yeah, sit up in your seat there. Brace yourself.
1: Hit me. Hit me. Okay,
0: yeah. let's go. Name.
1: Scott Sullivan. Age. 28. Where are you from? Kinsale County Cork, by Age
0: you started golf?
1: Ooh. 13, maybe?
0: Nice. Golf clubs you've been a member of?
1: Bandon Golf Club, Ringing Ann, RIP, and St. Margaret's, Corbelous, and Port Marnic Links.
0: Good man. Lowest handicap index you've got to? 3.3 3. Lovely And the desired handicap you would like At the end of the summer 18.6 <laughs> Bandit Okay so this I, section yeah, wanna, Is, wanna is called how much of a golf nerd Are you so would you rather Watch a rerun of Sky Sports 2012 Ryder Cup documentary Miracle At Medina or would you rather watch Behind Enemy Lines with Owen Wilson
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd probably, I'd, 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 probably go with the Miracle at Medina, hence for a golf podcast. And I don't think I've seen Behind the Enemy Lines.
0: Have you not seen Behind oh. Enemy Lines?
1: No. no now, if it was I'm Notting about, Hill or Love Actually, I don't. If it was Notting Hill or Love Actually, I would have picked that over the Miracle at Medina because the miracle in Notting Hill is way better. But um,
0: but, ha- but I sorry, seen have you, the you haven't seen Behind Enemy Lines. It's the one no, with I Owen Wilson no. where he's kind of lost. Behind, behind enemy lines. <laughs> Gene, <laughs> uh, Gene Hackman is on the boat then, trying to get him back. That's ah, no, good I, stuff. I it's good stuff. Right, right sorry, this is a bit of this is a bit of a diversion from the quickfire. Um, so, uh, staying on the same trend. So, Golf Digest tweeted this week that the latest live golf event lost in the ratings to an episode of World's Funniest Animals. Would you rather watch a live golf event or an episode of World's Funniest Animals? <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm going to go with the world's funniest animals on that one.
0: Absolutely. Would you rather hold one at 16 in Phoenix or a nine darter in the Alley Pally?
1: Oh, nine darter in the Ali Pally every day of the week. Oh,
0: of course you would. Uh, who who yeah. said we're a golf podcast? Uh, Favourite Irish golf course?
1: Um, Critch Island.
0: Quickfire, Scott. Critch Island, yeah. good man. Never played it, hopefully this year. Nine holes or a really good game of five-side soccer?
1: uh i'm gonna go with five side soccer nice it's not it's uh, not with the pod but it's hitting me bo-
0: <laughs> hitting balls at the range or the chipping green
1: oh the chipping green
0: okay lovely and then finally scott um, an interesting fact about yourself i don't know
1: if i have any really to be honest patrick i don't know if scott I, I asked you 10 on, times
0: a to scott, get an interesting fact.
2: Scott, this is the
0: one thing you got you were to be prepped for for this part i
1: I know, and for I've been thinking for. For the I, listeners. I, I have nothing. This is
0: the only preparation we may have done today for this podcast.
1: Uh, I'll go golf on it, and I once made a par on the index one in Bandon with just using a forearm with my golf bag on my back the whole time because I was so annoyed at how it was playing. But yes, yeah, I made a par
0: in on that hole. So it's, I like that's that. I like that. That's good. Okay, Scott, and um, sorry, just finally, uh, what role would you like for the podcast today? Um, I have. The fact checker, I have the jester or I have a number 10 slash free roll off the front man. Um, I can give you the definition of a jester if you like. It's a professional joker or fool at a medieval court, typically wearing a cap with bells on it and carrying a mock scepter, whatever that is. So you need a a uh, hat with bells on it.
1: I think it's scepter at a guess. And that sounds like a William Roll. So I'll go with the I'll go with the free number
2: 10.
0: Free number 10? Nice. Okay, lovely. Uh, sorry, Ben, did you have your hand up there in class?
2: Um, Just uh, something about, you said something about Bandon there. I want to just, can we check in and are have the cows been herded off the 14th green? Or <laughs> what's going on? Because I saw an email going around. There's some cows on the course.
0: Yeah.
2: I'd, I'd like to yeah. know whether that, someone get in the comments, tell us whether that's been fixed or not.
0: Yeah, so everyone, um, unfortunately this week, there were cows let loose on the third and eighth green, I believe, in Bandon. Um, and apparently they did a bit of damage, so the members weren't happy. Um, the third green is. I know the third green is the one where you go through the gap in the trees, isn't it? Yeah. How, know how the, did the cows get there? Like a gap. That's
1: what I was wondering. Yeah, how did I, I thought get that was sort of in. Over to no. It. Yeah.
0: They probably. There's it, that, it that have... road that goes up the middle of the course, yeah, isn't maybe. It? They went through there. Yeah. Um, and which one's the 8th? That's the par eighth is, 5. 8th is at the
1: start of the, the road. road. The green is at the start of the
2: road. I, I reckon the cows were coming oh, up the road yeah, yeah. and they hopped in over the fence.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just didn't like anyway. the 3rd or the 8th. To be honest, I don't like the 8th. Anyway, that's that par 5 where you're slanted at like a 45 degree angle. It's yeah. a terrible par 5. It's
3: a joke of whole.
0: Yeah, I agree with them. Um, right, lads. So, getting into the the topics for this week, let's, we might as well start with quack watch. There's been a few quack golfers playing out there. So, Scott, do you have an update on how they're getting on?
1: Yeah. So, just reminded everyone out there, we've got three golfers on tour um, at the moment. Robin um, Co. Seagrass wasn't actually playing last week in India. Took the week off. Um, but we had we had two two of our golfers playing in India. Um so Mateus missed the cut unfortunately. Um and Goodmunder Chris Jansen, he had us well, he, I feel he had us all on the edge of our seats there after, like we said last week, that we're not going to get too excited after day one and then he had a great day two as well. Now day three and four weren't fantastic either. I think he came in tied 48 in the end. Um, but again, both golfers looked very, very good on the course. And uh, good sign for Chris Janssen. The last couple of weeks have been good for him, so. No win yet on tour,
2: Shani,
0: but we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> I'm sure made cuts are, are all those guys want at this stage just to build their way in. Yeah,
2: yeah and, it was, and it was his first uh, his first time in a final group on a Saturday on the European tour. So, like, that's experience building, but but apparently that course is unbelievably hard. I watched quite a bit of it, and apparently it plays, one of the holes plays as the hardest hole on the European tour all year, like the 14th or something.
0: Where was it? India. Yeah. Oh wow.
1: Did Did you see the whole Then even just like the approach shot to the green is like, you know, when people say like an upward turn saucer. It was literally that, but it was just running outrageously fast as well. Yeah. Um, like a long par four, and everyone's just trying to hit like long irons into it and just flying out the back. So tough.
0: I saw. I saw. Uh, poor old, poor old Sergio had a tough time on Twitter this week. He apparently called. Well, he he didn't apparently. He he definitely called Rory immature as a, as a as a result of their supposed spat or falling out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he then proceeded to get absolutely abused on Twitter of all the Sergio immature moments that he's had in his lifetime, and he's had a lot. Like the videos of him hitting the bunker fourteen times were so funny watching. Um, you was know
3: that wasn't
0: it? I can't.
2: No. I can't
0: it was remember. in, like Doha or something like that? Yeah. But like Sergio is very immature. Like some of the stuff he's done, he got abused.
2: I would call him very petulant. Yeah. Um, what I I did the it's it's so there's such a divide on Twitter between pro live and pro PJ tour and as soon as people came out posting these videos about uh, Sergio. People are like, oh, you're not going to show Rory slamming his club on the tee box. And you're like, oh, this is so different yeah. <laughs> to like hitting a bad hitting a bad shot and being annoyed at yourself that you hit the tee box, and like taking lumps out of a bunker because you 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 claim there's no sand and like spitting into a a golf hole and stuff like it's just
0: yeah,
3: it's
2: it's parallels apart, but the 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 pro lives are just all over it.
0: It's funny seeing uh, Sergio just Sergio Polts um. Even like Lee West with some of these Ryder cup heroes just like tarnishing their reputations now.
2: I think it's funny, it's funny watching them uh, just be, be very childish on Twitter and like like you get there's one there's one or two big accounts that are now pro live and all Lee Westwood seems to do is is retweet them and comment on them and like it's yeah, just oh that. guys, just go with just just go off to live, take the money and just chill out. No one cares. If you don't say anything, we're not gonna come after you. Like doesn't matter yeah uh, like, sorry
1: you see pat perez i see his comments there when he was like why Why is it great to be in maya Or, oh it's great because the pga tour aren't here and you're like oh, shut up pat like i mean <laughs> it's, oh, it's just so annoying like what no one was asking no one's bringing up the pga tour just go there take your cash play the golf format absolutely enjoy yourself by all means but don't start dragging it back in again i just
2: he Also, he said that and there was, like, tumbleweed through the press room and they're like, nobody found that funny. And just, <laughs> yeah. like, like, nobody liked going to Mayakoba when it was on the PGA Tour. So don't pretend that you now suddenly want to go there because it's on the live schedule. Like, it was the, it was such a weak field when it was on the PGA Tour and it's equally as weak now that the live are going there.
1: I mean, Charles Hell Charles winning it. Like, fair pay to Charles Hell, but, I mean, like, Peter line in second. Like, I mean... Oh, I mean, my guys, the cliques, Laurie Cantor, plus like 16 or something at the end of it. It's,
0: yeah, we well, might know. as well get into the into the live watch, I suppose, lads. How did your teams yeah.
2: do? Did
3: any of you, so Will, go on, tell us, how did your team do? <laughs> my, my team came third this week. Yeah, with some great rounds from uh, Munez and Nyman. Dork! Golf, golf. Yeah. Um, <laughs> bit be for David Pui, but um, I some <laughs> interesting facts about him actually. This, did week. you? Yeah, Fine. yeah, he's the youngest player in live golf at the minute. Oh, wow, he's also the only player to come straight from college to the live tour. Well, that was oh. pretty, he's still in college taking classes and playing in the live. Um, was,
0: that, was that the same as the guy we were chatting about last week? Do you remember he yeah. played one event? What was his name? The guy that played one event, like, stanked the place up and then got kicked off. And... No. no you're, that's... you're thinking of
1: Andy Ogletree, no?
0: Yeah. Did he come straight from college, no?
3: I think he I was. don't believe so. Might not have... from my fact-finding mission I went on earlier. All right. Do you have any <laughs> more
0: facts about week? Uh
3: No, I don't. Um, not at the moment. But He's still living with his with his college pals. He he was the weakest golfer I had this week with a with a five over. Quite handy if
2: if you do care about your education and you want to play golf, just go to live because you've got forty weeks of the year where you've got nothing going on anyway. So you might as well go to college. That's a full yeah. term.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's
1: taking he's taking night classes in Kevin Street there for the in the so.
2: <laughs> International business
3: yeah <laughs> I look yeah in in all in all a, a solid third place with the actually the youngest team on the live tour as well
0: they're really pushing the team like when you go onto their website and you click leaderboard it shows you the team it doesn't show you what player won
3: i know yeah and also an update as well i now have three out of four pictures for the golfers on my squad which is which is um, a 50% increase on what I had
2: last time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. They don't, they don't hang around that uh, the live social team. They're right no. on it. No.
0: How did your team get on, Ben?
2: Uh, the Range Goats, I actually thought they were doing pretty well. Um, I don't. I, none of my players appeared in the top five or six, but we got one point, which isn't great, but it's better than the Cliques.
0: Very good. Thanks for that, Ben. Yeah.
1: So my yeah, my clear I actually don't know where they came in, like the team thing. I know they got zero points. Um Oh, they came last. Oh, right, okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Um I know how like the individuals did. There was uh G Mac, I think it was, he? I think he's four under. He actually played good golf, annoyingly. Um and I think mm-hmm. Richard Bland was like maybe one over. But then Laurie Cantor and Bern Wiesberger just thank wow. yeah. the ship. I think they're both like plus 11 and plus 14 at something. So I think the old To average- be fair to you,
2: Scott, 80- yeah. out, of the four, out of the four logos, it's probably the one you'd most want to get tattooed on you. So <laughs> like, that's one way to look at it. Yeah,
1: I, I do think that I would like kind of a
2: tramp stamp of just the word torque. So it's kind of like Dork,
1: just, you know, also because right across my back, you know.
2: Can you could you imagine when the when live gets depleted next year, and then suddenly all these names disappear, and and in thirty years, Will has torque tattooed on it, <laughs> and you're like, what <laughs> oh, is that got to do with your car or your shaft or what? Because no one can remember the teams.
3: I was just um, trying to I was trying to look at the word and wonder could I turn it into anything should that happen. <laughs> <laughs> Torquey um.
1: Yeah, so I think I, I think I lost round one. I think I just went. I think like Martin Keimer didn't even play, and like if he's the person we're bringing in, like I'm screwed. Like there's, there's no, do you know there's well, he, no marquee player
2: that could be brought in, but he's he's your captain. Although, um, I did see the Majestics have three captains for some reason.
3: Why is that? So,
2: I don't know. There's there's three of them marked down. Sam Horsfield must be must be pretty annoyed that he didn't get called in for, as the fourth captain. Just mm. seems odd. Seems odd.
1: And i did, just did realized... you see the, the, Did Did you see like the interview with like um, Lahiri, like obviously the winners. Um, I can't I can't remember the name of the team, but the the like so Bryce crushers. and Paul Casey, Crushers, yeah, Charles Howell and Lahiri, and like they were talking about how there's a like, great synergy, and they all went for dinner, and it just works really easily on their team, and I just can't imagine Charles Howell like and Ravan Lahiri. Paul Casey and Bryson DeChambeau just going out for dinner and having a great crack. It just doesn't. I
2: don't know. It just doesn't fit with me well. I don't know. It's all. It's all just a bit forced. It's like, it's it. Every time there's an interview, it's like, yeah, we're such a good team, and, and like we're doing it for each other. And you're like, I'll just either either make it a team thing, so it's like Ryder Cup format where you're playing in foursomes or four balls, or make it a singles event. To having these two things side by side that both run off stroke play. It just—it's like this forced friendship, and it's—and like, I know throughout the whole year they're gonna have these forced arguments with the teams, and I just, yeah, it's neither one thing or the other at the moment in my eyes. Yeah.
3: Anything for a
2: Netflix series. <laughs> yeah.
0: They should have really focused more on the live thing. Hopefully, now in the next in season two, they'll dial into the live a bit more. Yeah. Um. So my high flyers, I also now have four photos on the website. Brendan Steele got his photo. Um, their logo is awful. I don't even know what it means. It looks like FF instead of H- high flyers.
2: H- HF, maybe. Oh
0: yeah, now I see it. Sorry, yeah, H F. There you go, high flyers. Um, I how up, did th- I also think? Is it is it Brandon Steele? It's actually not. It's Brendan. Is there oh. is there a Brandon Steele? I feel there's there, a Brandon Steele in some format.
3: There's a Brandon Grace. Know, maybe
0: yeah, maybe it's Brandon Grace you're thinking of, Scott.
3: I thought
1: yeah, Brandon Steele. Kind of, Brandon Steele just sounds really wrong to me. Are no, they?
0: in fairness, though, Scott, I last week I thought it was a brand. It was Bren, Brandon Steele as well. So maybe he's changed yeah. his name. <laughs> He's that
3: embarrassed. It's move,
1: yeah. Since the move to live. I'm gonna change it so I don't know who I am. I'm gonna go from Brandon <laughs> to Brendan.
2: Who's the is fact he, checker? Is is oh sorry. Is he is he the guy who uh, used to play Wilson Staff and used to have the sunglasses on the back of his head? yeah uh, uh,
1: yeah, he was Wilson Staff. Um, but I don't hear the song I don't really remember the sunglasses. He's a Wilson golfer, right?
0: Steel. Are you fact checker, Ben? Yeah. Will you get on that uh, to see if if he's changed his name? Um so, so his
2: name sorry, his name is Brendan.
0: Yeah. His name is Brendan, is that right? Well it is now, but it used to be Brandon.
2: Yeah, it says uh Brandon Steele, and then it says he changed his name in um, <laughs> t- 2023 to Brendan to get away from all the heat.
0: <laughs> we won't ask for your source there. Um so my boys uh Cameron. Tringale, Phil Mickelson and Brendan Steele were the three lowest of the four so I gather it's the three lowest of the four that count for your score and the other guys just discarded so James Piot or P.O. was discarded Um, Phil had a kind of a he shot one over the first day and then four over the second day and then four under the third day so a bit up and down for him I think we came like mid-table or whatever. Actually, no, we're, where are
3: we? We were seventh. I'm just
0: just going to jump in here as one of
1: those, you know, when you're like a a bus driver by trade and you retire, I feel like I'm still like a fact checker by trade, even though I'm not for this one. And I've just found a (laughs) US Open 2017 website (laughs) that has a pronunciation (laughs) voice for everyone's name. And I can't play it here because it doesn't seem to work, but his name is Brandon Steele. It's not Brandon.
0: A, I know, but clip it spells him. it spells Brendan on the live website.
1: Uh, we we yes, that that may be true on the live website, but his name is Brandon, according to according to this random page, Forvo <laughs> pronunciation about the U.S. Open in
2: 2017. So, All right, so li- link go. link me that and I'll clip it into the episode.
0: <laughs> it's always good to have a fact checker on this podcast. Brandon Steele. Um. Okay. So, anything more on live there, lads? Is there any other stories? Like, I didn't watch it. I didn't. I don't know what happened. Um,
2: I didn't watch it either. I just saw. I just saw a tweet that said, on Sunday on on American television, live got two hundred ninety one thousand viewers, which sounds like a lot. Um, and on, but also on the same Sunday, the PGA got two point four million viewers. So, doesn't seem Where? great.
0: Good, where will you belong? Loved. Oh, so I actually have a public health warning for you guys this week. Um, And the warning is not to put golf tees in your mouth. I was watching a, a TikTok of a Joe Rogan podcast where he was saying that there was a golf course in America that, unfortunately, there was a nearby industrial plant that leaked pesticides and the likes onto the golf course. And there was lots of golfers in the area that started dying from Jeez. all sorts of mad diseases because they were putting golf teas in your mouth. So don't be putting golf teas well, in your mouth a lot.
1: When I was younger, I think it was my uncle or someone, or I can't remember who it was, said to me, it was like, never put a tea in your mouth because when you put the tea, if you find tea on the ground, um, just for a fear of wheels disease from rats we, urinating. You know, Wheeler's disease. Oh, was it Wheeler's? I'm oh, sorry. I thought it was Wheels, but uh, Wheeler's disease. Yeah. that is that a fact? Because that sounds <laughs> yeah. incredibly No, thing. no, ben,
0: Scott. You... Yeah, it is. In fairness, okay. I actually remember my old man used to tell me, like, whenever we went into the clubhouse after a round, you had to wash your hands straight away. And, was, and the reason was not because Wheelers, of pure san- sanitary, it was just Wheeler's disease. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. Is it Wheels' disease? I thought I it was Wheeler's Yeah,
1: Wheeler. I was going to say, I think it's Wheels
0: it's from anyway tea isn't it
1: yeah so that's why i kind of when i was younger kind of got scared off the idea of putting teas in my mouth the odd time i have them in there but like it scared the crap out of me so, so you shouldn't
0: you shouldn't do it anyway even if your golf course isn't beside an industrial plant
1: yeah according to whoever said that when i was younger yeah it's actually so it's wheels disease and it's
0: w-e-i-l-s Yeah, I've just seen that there now. I wonder what other things you should be aware of on a golf course to mind your health.
2: Shani, I've got something you should be aware of. (laughs) Yeah. This won't necessarily help your health, but I think it's going to make you a better golfer. Seed Golf, the extraordinary golf ball manufacturers, have just released their third generation SD01, and I've used it myself You guys have some on the way. It is as soft as a Pro-V and it's better. And luckily, they've given us a discount code for our listeners to use. So if you would like to play better golf and use a softer ball, stick in Covered It, all in capitals, C-O-V-E-R-E-D-I-T, that's www.seedgolf.com, you get 10% off.
0: That's brilliant. I I love Seed Golf balls. I use them anyway. I really like the design on them. They're real simple and I like the kind of the circular like logo. Because I, I always, like, put that down. When I'm taking a pot. I always just put that down sitting up. I might put, like, yeah. a little blue dot in the middle. I like that. They're really soft, and they're nice. I like them. I use yeah. them anyway.
2: I actually, uh I go after, I use their yellow AF balls just because I, I like yellow balls.
0: What were we saying? We were joking that we should get, uh we should put, covered it on it with, our discount code so that if golfers find mm-hmm. all the balls that we spray into the rough that they can like go and use the discount code <laughs> if you just walk to the to the beach uh, to the ver- to the right of the 18th tee in port marnock links you'll find a lot of yeah of my seed golf balls just go yeah, you
3: use you use the tour don't you
0: uh it, if you go onto their website there's like one that says it's the same as a pro v1 yeah,
3: that's the SD1.
0: Yeah, that one, I use that one. Pro V1, yeah. yeah. I like the way their they're hard golf ball for like older lads for hitting it really far is called the Country Mile or something like that, isn't <laughs> it? I give, the, yeah. I give those to my dad. I was
1: thinking yeah, it's worth so... mentioning for any of the listeners who don't know what Seed Golf is um, that they're also an Irish brand. Yeah. yeah. Did you mention that? I don't think, yeah, we, I don't I don't think we did, no. So yeah, they're... So Go for a bit yeah. give him the they're, give him the spiel give him the pitch
2: um they're an Irish brand who are based down in Carlo Carlo IT um they're set up by an Australian guy who actually he's married to an Irish woman and her family home is across the field in up in Critch Island. So mm. I think that's I think he told me that's the first golf course he played golf on in Ireland. I'm sure everyone who's listened to this has found a seed golf ball or bought some seed golf balls. Um, but they're very good. We, we all use them. Um, I haven't played enough golf this year to see if they're making a difference, but I'm sure they will. So
0: very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So get yourself some seed golf balls, that's moving on. Um, I have something here that I want your, your opinion on. Um, so should top level amateur golf in Ireland be televised maybe on TG four um, for big events. And like the reason why I'm thinking that is because like if we, we watch pros every week and they get to practice golf all day long. And of, of course they're going to be good. They're practicing all day long. But like what about the guys that are playing like plus three, plus four, plus five, like savage golf and they have a wife and kids and a job. And like when do they get the time to practice? So like they're the our like national amateur championship just like the US Am is like such a huge event on telly over there and the the British amateur why is our Irish amateur championship not televised
1: I think it's it is quite a difficult production to put together I assume and they're obviously looking at viewers and how many people are actually going to watch it. I know we're sitting here as four people who love golf and don't get me wrong I'm I'm all for more golf, especially Irish golf on TV, but I think you'd probably have to weigh up how many people would actually tune in to watch. It's like when Sky do the Challenge Tour. I mean, the Challenge Tour is, you know, the one step down from European Tour. And they still, they don't, you know, there's none of those live events on Sky. You get, they get their kind of hour roundup or half an hour roundup show each week on Sky. Um, So I don't know, if, I just don't think the, listeners, yeah. the listenership would
3: be the, there. The production quality as well from the European Tour to the Challenge Tour is... Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's streets apart. Mm. I think good good
2: golf uh, translates to television when there's lots of cameras because you can get to see lots of angles, see lots of players. if you, If you if you just told TG Cahir to go out and cover an Irish amateur championship with one camera, you 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 really wouldn't see much because you're just hoping you follow the right golfer.
0: Mm. I know. But I suppose I'm just thinking that like they're they're the real hero, those heroes, those lads. Like do you know lads yeah. that have a full time job and they're playing class golf? And I was just thinking that like. Do you know, say the national basketball club trophy final is probably on TV somewhere every year in Ireland um, yeah. for kind of smaller sports? So, like, golf is one of our best sports. Why is the, the national am not on TV? I feel like it should be, but Who I get what you mean. Uh,
2: there was one of the competitions that was won, one of the scratch cups was won by a guard, Quentin.
0: Yeah, last year. Yeah.
2: That's like, and he just goes back to the guard east station and yeah, yeah. trophy and goes to work. Like, it's pretty cool. What, what, Uh, golf ireland should be doing instead of trying to broadcast live golf is sending someone to make a documentary on each scratch competition and putting it up onto youtube that would be quite cool i'd watch
0: something yeah
2: yeah i'd watch like the the stroke play event after the fact if it was up on youtube i think that'd be cool thing to be to cover
3: yeah
0: absolutely um i actually
3: weirdly enough get a lot of my news from youtube yeah i watch highlights for everything on that I'm and a, that, an avid YouTuber. That's where mm. you consume your golf. Mm. So
2: Golf Ireland, if you're listening, send us out. We've got some cameras, we'll go do it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do we'll do a dry run for you and see how it goes.
0: I think you're right. Like just something to kind of let us know who the the top level amateurs are a bit. Um because they're probably all gonna go on to become well, not all of them, but like the younger ones are probably could become the next pros. So it's kind of nice to see them when they're at that yeah. level. Um I was listening to a pod with a guy called Gary Murphy, who basically goes around to all the amateur golf events. Um, he's from Cork actually, and he um just tweets and puts on Instagram all all the scores and stuff. But like that's it. You have his. I think his Instagram is called Am- Irish Amateur Golf Info. But like that's it. If you want to listen to amateur or follow amateur golf, you just have his. His uh, his Instagram and so and Twitter accounts, and Golf Ireland won't even give him money to, like for petrol and stuff. He's driving from Cork up to Donegal and stuff like that on yeah. his, own, his own money. So I just thought that was a good one.
2: Yeah, he's good. I followed his Twitter account for a while. Um, yeah. yeah, I just, it's yeah, like it's amateur golf, so there's no money in it for the players. So mm. it's hard to find money, I guess, for, uh, for journalists.
0: Well speaking about amateur golf and amateur hackers let's say simulator golf is growing lads so there's there's like proper like Trackman simulator golf leagues now um there's a, obviously nearly every driving range Dublin now has either Trackman bays or Top Tracer bays and there's full on leagues that you can join where you're playing against lads all over the world in in simulator golf leagues, and I've, it's, I th- I'd say it's really growing because you've got lads that just don't have time to go play four hours round of golf, but they have time to nip in for half an hour of play against some lad in Spain. It sounds pretty class, to be honest. Yeah. Have, any, have any of you tried it? I haven't. Cool. <laughs> Thanks for the update, yeah. Will.
2: Um... <laughs> I, I haven't done it either, but uh, I, my, my issue with going to play in a simulator, like I've played indoor kind of ones, is when it comes to the chipping and the putting, it's just,
0: yeah, why bother? I agree with you. Um, but that's why I think it's like once you, I think, I think the best ones are once you hit it on the green, you get a certain amount of points based on how close to the pin you are. So it's yeah, kind of like okay. a points-based system. So you could be a hundred points ahead of me. And the only way I can catch up with you is if I basically consistently get it closer to the hole. So they're grand. I think they're pretty good. You kind of stop at like wedge level.
2: Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, I would do it. I'm going to probably find some indoor simulator stuff here in London. Um, I think I'll play a bit of that, but again, it's, it's kind of expensive. I know it's, you pay say 40 pounds for an hour. And like, if you equate that to a golf, like it might be there, thereabouts, but it just, if you're going to start doing that, because an hour, like at least with golf, you feel like you're really getting your value for money because you're four hours of walking around.
0: Yeah. I don't know. We have some angry listeners from Cork who are giving out about the fact that nearly every driving range in Dublin now has simulators in all the bays, but apparently there's none in Cork yet. And I assume if there's none in Cork, there mightn't be many around the country. Mm. The range, the driving range quality in Cork isn't great. Yeah, they need to up their game. Yeah, come on, McGurks, get on it. You've played a bit of the that range stuff
2: up by the airport. What what that? What's that one? Is that Top Tracer?
0: Yeah, yeah that's actually a good one. Top Tracer is in the one by the airport. I'm actually a bigger fan of Top Tracer at the moment compared to TrackMan because Top Tracer, the games are cool and they have these kind of they actually have these global leagues where if you sign in on the app and enter a challenge, say there's like a closest to the pin challenge or a longest drive challenge, um, or they also have this one called the Top Tracer 30 Shot Challenge, which I'll get into. But basically, if you sign into any of those challenges and post a valid score, it gives you your score based on compared to everyone in the entire world that's – that's um. That's done these challenges. So there's like a global leaderboard. So it's class and you can filter that down to the Irish leaderboard. Um, so it's class so you can see uh who's who's top and who's in the top 10. And you if you're if one of your mates is doing it as well, you can kind of you can follow them. Um but the top tracer 30 challenge is a really good one. It's like 30 shots. 30 different types of golf shots and it, every shot it sort of tracks your strokes gain, strokes gained as you go and it sort of gives you a, an equivalent handicap at the end. Um, so, you know, you might hit drives, wedges, irons mm-hmm. and then it sort of gives you a handicap at the end and that's all. that also has a leaderboard. Um, I did well in it, but I didn't do as well as... I'm just getting up the... Irish all-time leaderboard, Adam Price, 96, in Greystones Golf Centre, 932 points. So that's what I mean, Ben, it's done by points. Okay. Um, So he's got 932 points, and I have, so he's number one in Ireland, and I am currently 14th at 851 points, so I'm outside the top 10. But yeah, Adam Price, I'm calling you out.
2: I'd like to see a real game of golf between the two of you. And, and, and like settle it three hole match
0: I don't know do Ben think, it, it, it is actually you, very accurate it's it like it's fairly it's a good test of golf
1: do you think you're like the, the Joel Damon of top tracer golf in Ireland where <laughs> if you just cared a little bit more you know just kind of believe in yourself a bit more you might be like one of the top players of come Ireland. on shiny,
2: just, <laughs> you
0: want you it know, Oh, trust me, I care. Like, okay, so right, the, the eight hundred and fifty-one points that I posted was like three weeks ago now, and I've been to the range, this range, like fourteen times since then, and tried to do the top trace <laughs>
3: challenge.
0: But what, like, what I mean about posting a valid score in it is you have to do the thirty shots, obviously, in a row. But I like hit like dr- like drive one, drive two, and then when I get to drive three, if I slice it out of bounds, I just go up and just go cancel game and restart game. <laughs> and I try to start it again. <laughs> Because, like, the score that he's posted is probably like one or two under, the equivalent of one or two under. Um, the like my one was pretty bang on to what my handicap is. It was about it gave me a handicap index at the end of 3.1, which is exactly my handicap. So, whatever he so I'm 851 points, and whatever he's posted, 932 has to be one or two, one or two under. I'd say so. Um, so yeah, Adam Price, I've I. I don't have many skills, but I will be coming after you week by week.
1: We can make that a weekly thing just to check in to see how you're doing on the t- top tracer, Turkey and Ireland. <laughs> sort of the name of challenges.
0: Absolutely. Um, anything else going on in the golf world this week that you'd like to bring up, lads?
2: Um, I would, we forgot to mention it last week, but we are still running our competition. Um, for to win a limited edition Springer bag, which is a lovely Sunday bag, nice and light, put half a set of clubs, full set of clubs, uh, as well as a few other goodies. We were thinking we might we've got umpteen number of samples in our house of different polos that did did make it to production and different things like that so we're going to give away a bit of a goodie bag of probably unreleased things um as well as whatever else we can find around the house and a golf bag so just uh, give us a follow on spotify or Apple podcast give us a review give us a star rating you can send us a dm on instagram to uh to show us if you want or we'll just trust you and we'll pick out a winner in a couple of weeks probably after
0: five episodes i'd say lovely stuff thanks ben Okay, so to finish this week, uh, lads, we're gonna play a quick game. Um, So this game is called Guess the Course. Um, So each of you have, I'm gonna say each of you have one guess each. Um, And I'm basically going to give you a clue at a time. And if you would like to guess, um, you can, but if you guess wrong, you are out of the game. So clue number one, this course is in Ireland. Any guesses there, lads? If I use my guess, do I join? Am I out? I'll give you one freebie guess. and th- So basically, you get two guesses. Um, Mockrus. That's <laughs> your freebie gone. Mockrus, where's that? Clarny. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> he's thinking um, of muskery. Uh, he's oh,
1: yeah, thinking that's of what
3: muskery. I was <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Okay, clue number two. The opening hole has out-of-bounds all down the right. Um, Fort Golf Club. Yeah. Incorrect. Getting, ben, uh, you're yeah. out of the game. I'm sorry. I think
2: didn't pull the trigger. That's bollocks.
0: This golf course... <laughs> <laughs> this golf course is in Kerry. Muscree. <laughs> Muscree's in Cork Waterville. It's Waterville. Ah! scott you're too good um okay so unfortunately scott has ruined the game but um thanks for listening this is
3: not the object of the game
0: <laughs> i know but i wanted to drag it out a bit like i wanted to get into the 18 then why didn't you pick
3: why, why
1: did you pick a difficult golf course not waterville
0: i know but like i it's, it's just came to mind anyway folks listeners readers comments people um, thank you very much for listening again this week. Hopefully, we'll be back next week. Um, that's us for this week. Thanks, guys. Yeah,
2: I just uh, shout out to Emily Byrne. It's her birthday. I told her i wish her happy birthday. She's our intern. So, Emily, I, I doubt you got this far into the podcast,
3: but uh, happy yeah. birthday. <laughs> <laughs>